Hi everyone, I'm Shannon. And I'm Amiri. And welcome, welcome to, to our, our marriage, marriage journey, journey, where we talk about sexual intimacy, trust, love, respect, marriage God's way, and all the things that help our marriage prosper. No, we don't claim to know it all, but with these type of conversations, it could help us as well as some of you. You ready, baby? Yeah. So, so death, death do us part. Hey everyone, this is Shannon. And this is Amiri, and welcome to Our Marriage Journey Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to our iTunes, we are on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please go and subscribe and get uh, put into the drawing for our giveaway. You must subscribe and leave a comment on iTunes. That's the only way you can get put into the drawing. And it's Our Marriage Journey with Shannon and Amiri on all platforms. Our email is Our Marriage journey 10 at gmail.com check us out write us let us know if you have any questions and uh, I just want to say congratulations to Jeffrey in Kenya yes we are international Um, he won our book prayers for victory and spiritual warfare by Tony Evans and I mailed that out to him a couple of weeks ago so hopefully he'll be getting that soon that's out to Jeffrey today we want to start it off with an email and it's kind of going to kick off our whole segment on what we're going to talk about today. So I'll let my lovely wife read the email. Okay. Hi, Amiri and Shannon. I have a question and I want to know your opinion. How do you feel about your spouse talking to an ex or a friend they have had sex with in the past? My husband periodically talks to his ex and it drives me crazy. What do I do and how do I handle it? Sign, let the past be the past out of Washington, D.C. <laughs> so let's jump right into that. How do you feel about that, sweetheart? Um, being completely honest, I'm with let the past be the past. Um, my thing is, what is the point of talking to someone you've had an intimate relationship with What when you're married? Like, what's the point of your wife? Because that's friendships. Those are friendships that you and your wife will never have because of the time y'all shared in the past. This is my opinion. But again, if that person's that special to you, you should have married her. Or, you, or no, even no. with, huh? even with. I mean, I have female friends that do it. So, to, I mean, and I've said that to them as well. Well, why didn't you be with them? Why didn't you choose them instead of your husband? The thing of it is, and you guys, you know, I, I don't cuss on here or whatever. So excuse my language. But to me, that's a pussy in a glass jar. It's waiting for you to break. If anything goes wrong in your marriage and you run to that person, oh, let me tell you what happened. And even with women, that's a a dick in a glass jar. You can always open that jar and there it is. And it's easy access. So why not let the past be the past? Why not? To me, when we learned about the difference between a covenant and a contract, communicating with exes, and you know you could talk about your marriage or your problems you're not really in a covenant you're in a contract because that's a loophole it's easy to go backwards it's very easy to go backwards and you've already had that relationship established with that person so you can easily you know get intimate again like you know to me that's a very thin line between being friends and intimate when you've already crossed that boundary so my question is to you what makes you think that that person wants to go back? It's just the fact why. Okay, it says flee from temptation. It doesn't say play with it. Temptations is everywhere, sweetheart. Okay, Tem- temptation, but that's I can be a walking temptation. Down the street but that's and, a temptation that you've already done. So, so again, why would easy. I want to go back when I chose you to marry you? Why would I want to go back? I, I feel like what happens is it's a lot of insecurities within your relationship and your marriage. If you feel like everybody in that person's past is dick or pussy in a glass jar it's not even everybody it's just certain ones that you know that so how person do you pick and choose like, i mean so okay so you only pick and choose through your insecurities okay sweetheart. so with that with that being said can you honestly say that if me and you've ever went through anything that like you don't you wouldn't call up a female that you've had dealt with in the past and talk to them or whatever I don't know if I would or not, but that still has nothing to do with. But I mean, to me, it's like when you're at your lowest point. Okay, even with even. okay, let's use guys for an example. A woman will turn to a male friend that, you know, she's had sex with in the past or, you know, an ex. And they want to talk about all their problems, you know, with the relationship that they're in. So first of all, you're feeding the man what your husband or boyfriend isn't doing 
So of course he's capitalizing off of that because he's taking notes mentally like, okay, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. So even if she's not interested or want to, to me, that can actually allow the man to, you know, he's basically you giving him game on what's going on in your home and how to get to you. And same goes for if you're talking to a female, like, you know, what, what is the point? Like it's, it's cool. Hey, how are you doing? But to actually have conversations reaching out on a regular basis, like what's all that for? That's pointless. Like if, if she means that much and you know, you can't let her go then are and same with a female. If he means that much, then you shouldn't have married your husband or wife. You should so, have been with that person. So you, what you're saying is once you get married, you shouldn't have any past friendships. No, I'm not saying that. They but should all be the same sex like, past you know, friendships. Well, basically. I mean, people that you talk to on a regular basis I think I mean just to kind of make things could it be could it be that that person may be bitter so for instance some people can cut people off in their past some people choose not to because of the friendship that they had along with the relationship sexual relationship that they did have so I see it as if you can be quick to cut somebody off it's because the relationship probably ended bad but everybody's not like that. Everybody don't. Everybody's past relationships that they had people they had sex with relationships don't end bad. And I'm not saying to the point where you're talking every day or that's too much. But if you see that person or talk to that person once every couple of months or so and so just to catch up to see how each other's doing. Why do you care? Like what? I mean, why can't you because just see how they're friendship. doing? But again, why can't you? Okay, so just getting personal. So why is it that you don't like me to have to talk to guy friends, period? Like, I don't like you to talk to new guy friends. I mean, I don't care if you talk to anybody in your past or anybody that I know. Really? I don't. I've I've always told you that. I've always told you it's the new niggas that I don't like because I don't know them. Okay, but I have cut off majority of my male friends like that is by choice. But it's because of my husband has made little references, little comments about different things. What do you mean I made references and comments? I mean, you made comments about... I made comments about new niggas. You already ended all of your past relationships bitterly, so you don't talk to them anyway. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. The only one that was, I can't even say bitter, but I was done... You ain't got to say no names, but every single one of them. No, no, but it was the one that I was in. That's not true. The one that I was in a, a, a very long relationship with. But the other one's like, you know what I'm saying? It just ended. I was just like, cool. So with with all the ones that you just cool with, if they was to pop up and speak to you, would you carry on a conversation with them? What do you mean like pop up how? Uh, Whether it be Facebook, whether you see them in a grocery store. I mean, I would be like, hi, but but the fact of them calling me up, no, they they can't call me up. We're not, you know, again, like if you run. But see, with with Facebook, it's not, (laughs) you don't have to call nobody up because you can slide in their DMs. I mean, I, I understand that. But again, like I said, if it's just a one time thing, like I guess. To me, maybe maybe I have a different view, but I just feel like when you're entering into a marriage, it's better to cut off intimate relationships. Like if you all are friends and y'all talk to each other periodically, don't let any avenues be open for you to you know, escape. All avenues is open, sweetheart. It's what you're not understanding. If a man's going to cheat, a man is going to cheat, regardless what you say, how you say it, or how you do it. But do you think that some men can put themselves in tempting situations? Everything is tempting situation so in 2017. Say, so you can say everything. Every, if I go to Walmart late night, I could be tempted at Walmart late night. But do you think you'll be tempted with a new chick versus an old chick? That you- if I want to cheat, I'm going to cheat. Whether she's new, old, young, I don't care what it is. If, if it's made up in my mind, same thing with a woman. If it's made up in her mind that she wants to cheat, Nothing, nobody can stop her from doing that. So when you say don't get put in a situation or temptations, temptations is at work. Temptations is at Walmart. Temptations is at the gym. Temptations is at every restaurant. Everywhere you go, there That's is temptation. on a surface level, but when you go deeper, like women that you, that women or men that whoever's had sex with, like they know each other most likely on a more of an intimate level. It don't take intimacy to know each other. Like, Say, take work, for instance. You see that person eight hours a day. You probably see that person at work more than you see your husband or your wife. So does that make that intimate? 
I mean, but if you're spending eight hours with someone every day, Monday through Friday, that's 40 hours a week. But okay. But with that, if we're not having these intimate conversations and talking about, well, my husband or my wife, like that's the thing, like you can keep stuff at a work level or you can take it deeper and you and the person from your past has already on a deeper level. So I don't know. I just, to me, my thought process with that is any conversation could be it's a thin line it's very it's a very gray shade of gray between flirting and conversation nowadays okay because like i always say if you're showing too many teeth that could be considered as flirting and a man can take that and be like oh yeah i'm good so next conversation is going to be this this could lead to this so it's just the fact that you're conversating with somebody eight hours a day so even if it's not the whole full eight hours that you're talking, y'all could talk two hours out of that day about anything, about Trump, about America, about communities, about God, about anything. And it all it takes is that one mess up at home for you to even think that, oh, if I do want to cheat, I can cheat with this person at work. Because, I mean, if you look it up, most affairs happen at work. I mean, you've always said that. Look and, it up. Look it up. I, I mean, to me, and maybe I'm crazy, but I think that would be the dumbest place to cheat with somebody because you have to look at this person every day and then you can't just go and get another job once it's over. Like, that's the dumbest thing ever. And so that's always been, I've never dated anybody at my work ever. Like I'm 38 years old and it's never happened. So why is that dumb? Be, I mean, the thing of it is, okay, so you are married. You cheat with somebody at work. So you're cheating or whatever's no, going on. No, see, it's the difference between cheating and an affair. What, 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 cheating whatever. could be one time okay, and an affair is an ongoing that situation. That one time, that whatever. I mean, you said it yourself. If you've seen somebody that you had a one-night stand with or whatever, you can see it being awkward. So you have Who, to- me? Yeah. I'm not awkward around nobody. No, I said, no, with. I'm saying, but you said it could be an awkward feeling for a person. For the opposite person, for the mate. Okay. So my thing, regardless, I feel like, why would you want to have sex with somebody at work and then you got to still work with them? Because it's called an affair. Because things go bad. If things go bad between you all, then it's not like either one of you can just pack up and get another job. Like you have to sit there and deal with that person and just say you're going to be on that job for the next 10, 15 years. Like that's just to me that I don't know. I've always felt that like that was just something really stupid. And maybe that's just my thought yeah, process. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shit happens but, too often for it to be stupid. Well, I just, I don't know. I just think people get caught up and you have to, you know, again. No, there, there again, that's temptation. People get caught up in temptations and this is at work and you're more concerned about an ex. Um, so let me ask you this. So the conversations that, just say you talk to an ex. So okay. the same conversations that you have, how would you feel if I had those same com- you, the exact same conversation you have with your ex, I have them with my ex. Well, the way my insecurity is set up. <laughs> See, I'm a very insecure person, so I, I get personal, and I shouldn't be like that. The whole, but the, the fact of the matter is, in our relationship and in our marriage, it should be more trust on our end. So, like. But you still didn't answer the question. I'm answering it, baby. Uh, okay. Hold on, chill. <laughs> So the the question is, how would I feel? The exact would, same thing. Every- if, if the exact same thing happened to me, I would feel hurt. Okay, so but so- I would have to understand it. What do you mean? Like it would have to become a point to where, okay, well they had a past together, they had a friendship along with a sexual relationship. So it, it here goes my thing. Like if you continue to talk to that person since if we started dating, and you was talking to that person. And we went on for six, seven years, still dating, and you're still talking to that person periodically. Not every day, but periodically. Then we get married. I wouldn't expect you to cut that off. You see what I'm saying? Like, why, just because we got married, you should cut that off when you've been talking to them through the whole relationship? But if the, if now, you're- Now, hold on. Now, had you not been talking to that person through the whole relationship, then all of a sudden, you start talking to that person, then that's a red flag for me. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to tighten up on? You see what I'm saying? So, like, I can't expect you to cut off relationships with people that you've been knowing before me on through me. 
You see what I'm saying? But I've done that. Like, you know, you even if you think a guy likes me, a guy from the past that likes me, even we're just friends, like nothing has a, ever happened. But you you assume or whatever that are they made have made a comment years ago that insinuated they like me, then you're they're on your radar. Every nigga's on my radar. So okay, so that's any the, nigga with so a dick is on my thing, radar. My thing is treat others what you say you wasn't brought up like that but treat others how you want to be treated so Maybe. if you when you're having that conversation i mean and this goes for let the past be the past if your husband if you can ask him the question hey the exact same conversation everything that you say and do if i had that with an ex how would you feel and the thing that i notice a lot of men do it's like when they do stuff is cool oh she's just cool it ain't nothing and it might truly be nothing but let they chick do it. Oh my God. They go just, they see red. Yeah, I mean, I think men hurt harder than women. But I mean, but again, but y'all do the same. If we do the exact same thing that y'all do, the exact so, same thing, y'all insinuate and think like the worst stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, she's cheating. So get on she's some this. feminist group then. If it's y'all want equal the, rights, but shit. It's, it's not even the it's, fact. It's the way life, it's the way it is. So like basically, so basically, Men should be able to. Do I'm not whatever. saying that it's right. I mean, no, I'm just I'm saying, saying in, in a marriage, like take it in out a marriage, of a man not, and a man, man and but woman. That's what you're making it a man and a woman. You saying everything that men do, women should be able to do too. I'm just no, I'm not treat saying others that, like you want to be treated. Treat, that's that's a gen, that's the golden rule that you were taught in freaking kindergarten. Okay, like I'm quite sure if we take a poll. About ninety percent of the people out of a hundred, they're gonna say, "Yeah, we were taught the golden rule." Out of ninety people, out of a hundred, no, I mean, out of a hundred people, I believe ninety people are gonna say they were taught the golden rule. On and out of those ninety, how many of them live back? I, I don't That's know. a different story. You I see what know. I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I was taught that. I was told that. I was told two plus two equals four. How so, often do I use that? Oh, okay. I, well. Getting back to her, <laughs> I just feel like me personally, like this is where me and him have conflicting information. Like as y'all can tell, he he feels one way, I feel another. I try to honor my husband, so I, I told honor my, what oh, you said. I don't no, honor my wife. No, I'm speaking for me. I'm in my circle uh, right now. Stay in your circle. So okay. I feel like if my husband is insecure, even men from the past, and you know, I have a couple of guy friends that are super cool and they understand. So it's just like, they don't even call me. I don't call them if we see each other, whatever. Or they'll call Amiri and talk to him and they won't even talk to me. And they be like, hey, tell tell Shannon it's what up. It's for a service. It's for but, either well, DJ, music. It's, it is it, whatever. But I don't speak with them anymore. But That's by choice, baby. I, that's by choice because my husband is insecure and I don't want wow. him. You just said you was insecure. So that's the reason you do it. This is the first time I've heard this, y'all. That the reason that she does not talk to any of her exes is because she's insecure. Because I'm insecure. No, it's not exes. I don't talk to even guy friends. I chose before you not to talk to exes. Everyone has that choice is what I'm saying. I chose that again. Personally, I chose that because if I'm going to get married... I don't want to have any avenues. If I'm angry at him, I don't want to be able to call and be like, yeah, this nigga this and da, 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 da. Cause you know, like for what? Like why, why am I even talking to you? Like you're not, I'm not married. Because to you. this is the thing about, like I just said, sweetheart, you cut off all the people you've had sex with in the past before me. Okay. Okay. So if you start to talk to any of those, it's a red flag. I didn't. Ha- I had not cut off everybody that I had sex with in my past, and the people that I have talked to that I've had sex with, I talk to them in front of you. You see my phone. You talk to them. You oh, ask them for things. That, I've only asked that, that one it person don't matter, for one baby. thing it don't matter, ever, baby. and I was like, you know what? I was even wrong for asking for but that. See but see, how no. can it be accepted when you want it to be? What do you mean? Like, I, yeah. Because to me, I was trying to jump on the bandwagon and like this person because you don't you have say, to. It's not, I, I you know. didn't have that friendship, so it's not for you to like. But, but it's but nothing you, that, personally, it was nothing that I was hiding. I would uh, tell you anytime I would talk to them, uh, when they called, what we talked uh, about, because you're my wife. I honor that. I you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just us. My opinion from the email is, if you had a relationship with somebody in the past and you had a friendship and it didn't end bitter, it wasn't no upset feelings when it ended. 
and you continue to talk to that person periodically. Not all the time. So now you get married and you still talk to that person periodically. And your husband knows when you talk to them, pretty much what y'all talk about, not going into a lot of details because that's y'all's friendship. I think that it's cool. But had you not talked to that person in 12 years, then all of a sudden you see them in the grocery market and y'all strike up a conversation and exchange numbers. That's a no-no in my opinion. I think both is a no-no just because, again, that's a pussy or a dick in a glass jar and you can Anything always go Anything is a pussy there. and a dick in a glass jar. Do you know how there? easy it is to get pussy and dick in 2017, yeah, baby? I mean, it's on every street corner. Every but again, street corner that's free. That's something that you've always, if you've had it before, it's always, it's so much easier for you to go back that to it. That is a lie. 2017, somebody please write into her or write into us and let us know how easy a single person and let us know how easy it is to get pussy or dick in 2017 because I don't think she quite understands how easy it could be compared to back in the day when you had to court a woman let's take this to a a biblical standpoint so how do you feel that that God would feel or Jesus would feel about you talking or anybody talking to their ex honestly Honestly. I don't think it's about being an ex. I think God wants you to love everyone just as equal. Okay, but correct. Okay, that is. Correct. What do you mean, just as equal? I'm saying He wants you to love everybody the same. Ain't well, that? Don't that say somewhere no, in the Bible that? No, about the exact same. Just for the fact that you get married for a reason. You so that so you can't love a woman the same way you love me. Or right, you know what I'm saying? Or right, of. I you know love, what I'm saying. I'm just saying. You, you said know exactly equal, what I'm equal saying. Equal is equal. Equal is equal oh, across boy, the board. So boy, what are boy, you saying? Boy, I'm just saying. Marriage. It's wonderful. It is. But again, I just, I don't know. I have my take on it and I feel very strongly about that. He knows it. Everybody knows it. So, I mean, it is what it is. And this is something that I guess that we will. So let's, let's ask the question. How do you get over that? Because apparently a lot of people have this same problem. The way I get over it, I pray about it. And I guess if it gets to the point that it gets that serious, I mean, I'll let you go be with them. So if your insecurities get to the point to where you feel like you can't take it anymore, your insecurities has just ate at you. See, like my whole thing is like, it's a person's insecurities that eat at them. So it ain't just the fact that they talk to that person. It's the fact. I feel like if we are... If we are one where you are weak, I'm going to make you strong and vice versa. So if you're insecure and maybe I'm wrong, maybe women will tell me, Shannon, you're stupid, da, 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 But I feel like it's my place to make you feel secure. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. To me, that's what I'm working to do. I feel like you are more important than any exes or boy, ex-boyfriends or guy friends that I had. So therefore, I was able to cut that off. So, you know, it's just like, it is what it is. But that still didn't answer the question. You say you pray about it? And I, yeah, what I pray would, about Let's take it. it biblically and what would Jesus do? I mean, like I said, the only thing I do, I'll pray about it. Um, I And uh, one thing that maybe you're going to so, say this well, is So, since wrong. we're taking it biblically, wasn't the Bible full of people sinning? No, but I mean, but... Christ came to show that and he forgave people's sins so what, so you're and saying, made them a great so, people. So what are you trying? What are you saying? What, what I'm saying is you taking it biblical. But if you look at the Bible, the Bible is full of people who sin that God forgave and made them great people. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? Because you took it biblical. What do you but mean? I'm saying, but you're saying that God forgave people. I'm pretty sure he'll forgive a person for talking to their ex. I'm pretty sure that's not on top list of a sin. I mean, as as everybody says, a sin is a sin. But to me, it's like, why? I mean, well, it, getting back to what I was saying. Listen, I, to, listen to you, sweetheart. Listen to you. You need like, to take your anger out of it. Like, you're, you're so upset. Like, you got the, the bitter black woman syndrome right now. You're so bitter and upset about no, it I'm that you're not even speaking what? correctly. I don't know. I have no idea because you're taking it so passionate because we had this problem within our relationship, within our marriage. So now you're taking it a little bit more personal than usual. And you need to take that out of it because we're here to help people. I mean, but we're again, not here to, but to me, people go back are and forth. That we're, that this is real. I mean, this is a, 
This is, this a, is topic. a problem that we have. Yeah, I've, this I've is said a topic that. that this is that a topic we won't agree on. I but mean, we need I to find solutions to the I mean, topic, well, we not go back ain't and forth. Find a solution today. It's just it's why funny. not? Why come? There, we can't find a solution today. You feel the way you feel. And I you feel the way I and feel. So, there's no so how solution. do you get past that? There, you don't. Like I mean, it's you just, got to. Because I mean, if we don't, we're going to be stagnant in our marriage. I feel like it will. Every kink isn't going to iron out immediately. So. However, this kink irons itself out, it will iron itself out. So what steps should we take to iron them out? We can't I, just leave them on an ironing board. I, I'm still running the iron over it. it the kink ain't came out yet. It's still a big wrinkle. I, that I sounds insecurity to me because within our marriage and our relationship, I haven't talked to anyone I had sex with in over a year. What? In over a year. You haven't spoke to any... That's the... Who? <laughs> we can't do names, but they sent you a text message. Oh, uh, talking about what? Facebook. Talking about what? I, I'm not going to put that out there. Was it something business? Was it something going on in Atlanta? Was it something no, personal? It was how somebody you, had it was put how up you something. Doing? No, somebody put up something on Facebook. And they was like, did you see this and, and screenshotted you? What was, what was said? So what does that have to do with us? What does it's that have to do? It's the fact that that person's just that comfortable. Like, hey, it's not Every, like. It's Facebook. Everybody's comfortable with DMing or talking to somebody. This was a text message. They text you this they information. Were, on Facebook, they text me, baby? No. They, it's called a DM. No, they didn't. They didn't face. They screenshotted a picture of Facebook and texted it to you. Okay. So that was not even a year ago. Okay. So about something that happened on Facebook. Wow. Their family. Wow. So, I mean. It's again. Wow. I, I feel like <laughs> communication is communication. Like if y'all see each other out, hey, what's? But you know the crazy thing is, is that when you're out, if I'm with you, the only thing they might do is speak. But it's like they're so standoffish. Like the they're whole, not standoffish. They respectful. But if I'm not there, they would come up and be what up and not you know like to me be who you are. So they're going to respect you. I, uh, I think that speaks volumes. Because uh, it's a couple of guys that you've had sex with that don't even speak. When we're out. Who have you seen? But this is not about us. I don't know who you've seen. Okay, it don't I matter. Mean, you, it's not okay. about us. It's not about us. And we need to take feelings out of it because this is not a podcast that needs to be about that. So we need I to find. I mean, I'm not angry. I yes, am. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I know I'm you when you're angry, baby. No, I'm just passionate I know about you're this. Passionate. So yeah. when I'm passionate, I'm no, angry. No, I mean, I can honestly say I'm not angry. Um, this, just, this topic gets you upset every well, time. It just makes me passionate, and I can. I think of it is with this chick that wrote in. I I feel I understand how that drives her crazy. I get it. So what yeah. advice do you give her? I mean, um, of course, like I'm not for divorces. I'm all about Jesus and Jesus to do the impossible. And the only thing I can say is pray about it. When you pray, I know. I know she's probably already praying. She's probably praying to, I guess, to remove the, the person or whatever. To me, you have to kind of balance that prayer because sometimes I feel that God makes things happen for the person praying for, for changes to happen with them. So, I mean, and so I can say I'm not biased with that. Like I might pray about, hey, remove them or whatever, break the soul ties or whatever. But I'm also saying, but God, if there's something that I need to do, learn or whatever in here, I mean, I'm open. No matter what we pray, we aren't God. And God's going to answer the prayer how he sees fit. So, we so can what pray. if it's not of her liking? What do, you, what do you mean? What if he answers the prayer and says... I ain't going to say he says or whatever the case may be. What if he answers the prayer and it's not what she wants to hear? When he answers the prayer, she's going to know and she's going to have peace over the situation. However, the chips may fall. And that's how, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I feel God works. Regardless of whatever you're praying for, he's going to work it out how he feels it's supposed to be worked out. Because he sees the greater good. So like let me he ask sees you the this. bigger picture. Do you think... The devil answers some prayers because I know the devil gives gifts. I don't think no, because we're not praying to the devil. Does that I'm make saying, sense? You well, know what I'm no, like, I, I understand not, what you're saying, but yeah. I'm saying I'm pretty sure the devil can hear those same well, prayers that you send to God. If you are speaking them out loud, possibly that's why they say there's power in the tongue. Because when we speak, the devil hears, and so he can take that and run with it and create different things. So you kind of have to watch out on what you speak and. You know, I'm really big because actually I'm doing a um, 
I don't have my phone with me, a Bible plan about it's a soul detox. And it really, really makes you think about the things that we think every day, like how and what the soul detox is just showing the our thought process is toxic. One of the questions. OK, so if if, if our thought process is toxic, let's put this in the example of the email. OK, if our thought process is toxic, could it be that you're filled with a lot of toxic thoughts of my past? Because I can't be judged on my past. I, I like I you can't crucify me on what I've done, who I slept with. When it happened, as long as it didn't happen within our marriage, how can I be continuously be crucified for things I've done in my past? Oh, are you, you can say, are you speaking for you? Or are you just speaking in general? I'm speaking for me. So, I'm speaking for men or women who keep getting judged on their past. And there's nothing I can change about my past at all. You see what I'm saying? So like only thing I can do is I know who I chose to marry. I'm pretty sure people know who they chose they married. But do you know how many people present day don't take their marriage seriously and are out here cheating and whatever? So, I mean, you have to I'm speak. I'm not speaking to no, those people. No, I'm, I'm, speaking no, I'm, to... Talking, I'm saying so you have to only speak for you because a lot of people just. I'm speaking for those who don't cheat or take their marriage seriously. One thing I feel that we're doing this podcast is to let the world know, hey, there's more to marriage than the wedding. The marriage starts the minute after the reception's over. So to me, we need to let people know how serious this is. Like, and it has its ups and its downs. I mean, this is a a controversial um, topic for us. I mean, it is, we're not perfect. I mean, people who know us, they think we're funny because we're very open in front of people. He'll say something slick, you know? So this is just, to me, we are learning and enjoying the ups and the downs of marriage okay and but like i said i can't say people people i'm speaking to these people who crucify and judge people on their past every a lot of people do it i think everybody probably does it i I personally think we need to stop doing that as a married couple just think taking it biblically just think if everybody in the bible got judged on their past and not what they became not what the end result was in the bible and they continuously stay judged on their past. Do you think they would have became of who they was? I mean, no, Such influ- influential people of the Bible. All those people in the Bible had sinned before they became who they was. That's true. Did Jesus judge them on their past or did he make them great? He he made them great, but they also That's changed what marriage that is, baby. Exactly. Marriage, I mean, once I, you I, get married, marriage, you're supposed to make it great. Stop but judging people. It's still a process. Like, it is a process, like to, but those are insecurities. And like you say, stay in your circle. If you get everything in your circle correct, everything on the outside is going to flourish. Everything's going to be great on the outside because your circle is so tight and correct. That is true. So but even with is, me, if I get my insecurities correct, I could be such a greater person on the outside of my circle. People go through and get divorces and cheat and have affairs because their circle's not tight because their insecurities allow them to think the possibility of thinking does he still want someone in his past or was the his person he had sex with in his past better than my sex or did he do this with them did he do that with them so you're constantly going through your whole marriage thinking these thoughts that's not healthy for your marriage let that stuff go and focus I on your marriage. I understand that, but so are um, are you insinuating that that's how I think? That's how I think. Oh, okay, yeah, because I was gonna say. No, I know that's how you oh, think. I I'm mean, saying. but but with you, like even sexually, if I'm like, hey, well, let's try this. Like you, you will. The first thing you think is, well, who she done this with? And to me, that's the dumbest thing ever. I feel like <laughs> in marriage, like that's part of my insecurities. That's like, part of my we circles. We should be able to go outside in front of a group of people and have sex just because we're freaking married and daggone it, Jesus is happy that we're doing it. You're speaking correctly, but as humans, like we're not Christ, so we're not perfect, and we're striving to get there. So, I mean, judging happens daily. I mean, you run in people, run into people in the uh, grocery store. You know, they could do something. So what are uh, you saying? I, mean, I shouldn't let you go to the grocery store? No, no what you, I'm saying like uh-huh. you judge. Like any, uh-huh, everybody okay. that comes past you. But you ran into a nigga at the grocery store or something. Shut up. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. But you just judge, period. Like as soon as you meet somebody, you just 
you pick up certain clues and you as you say that's just that's your story like we make up stories about the people yeah. that you know we'll see somebody digging in their nose I'm like oh, they eat boogers <laughs> oh, you know, your we story? Just, yeah we just i mean to me that's what people do if everybody can be christ-like you're right we won't judge but we're human and i think it's a difference in judging someone on their present day than judging someone on their past I mean, but to, I can't change what I've done in the past. You see what I'm saying? It's like, oh, just like I said, just listen a minute ago, somebody digging in their nose. Oh, they eat boogers. So if I dig in my nose right now and eat that booger, 10 minutes later, you can't judge me off of eating that booger. That's a lie. That is, Amiri, are you serious? How are you going to judge me off eating a booger 10 minutes later? Amiri, that's just life. Like people, if you do it something. Is. Okay. So if you know a dude that's a shooter, he done murdered somebody. That murderer that rap that name that label is going to be associated with him 20 years oh yeah he shot it is it is so that's but you're judging like that's that's judging i'm and no it's not correct but it's life we get labeled but but that don't mean that i'm thinking he's going to shoot again i mean it's we both know so so basically what you're saying it's easier to murder the second time so what you're saying is once a cheater always a cheater not necessarily no so how can you change that up if you say once a shooter always a shooter no no i didn't do taking you putting words in my mouth i'm not saying that label was just going to be attached to him period okay so once a cheater the label cheater is going to be attached to him possibly is it i mean i'm not saying that it it's right but it's a so you saying pretty much everybody who is married a lot of people I can't speak. I don't know the numbers, but I'm pretty sure their past, they have cheated, right? So within their marriage now, they should always be labeled as a cheater. No, you're not seeing what you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm just saying society, the world labels people. Society in the world has double standards for men and women. You okay. don't accept that, so why should you accept I'm this? I'm not accepting it. I'm just telling you. I mean, I know people who have murdered. Okay. I mean, do I consider them a murderer? No, they've done it in their past. Like, I don't think that they would do it present day. Oh, I know you're not, people... You, you're jumping over the question. You, I'm saying, same way you say, once a shooter, always a shooter, no, it'll be say, attached to their I, name. No, the only thing I said was, well, we both know that if you shoot, if you murder once, it's easier to pull that trigger a second same time. Same thing with cheating, correct? Uh, if you've cheated once, it's easier to cheat the second and third and fourth time, correct? I don't, I don't know about that one. What? Yeah, I, I don't know. See, and you th- playing yourself, baby. No, because you the are thing sitting of here it is, playing yourself. Uh, why can you say I'm playing myself? Because you know. So you think if you cheat once, it's just that easy to do it again and and just keep going out cheating? Are you saying with like a if you are if you're having an affair or just if you're a if you cheat if you cheat once. Oh. The second, third, and fourth time you cheat, it was easier than the first. With the with the same person or something. It don't matter who it's with. Cheating is cheating. Okay, I'll give that to you. Oh, okay. So with that being said, if we get married and you know I was a cheater in my past, so say we we knew each other growing up. Say we grew up, we knew starting on each other at age eight, on up to now, and we ended up getting married. So through age eight, and we was friends through age eight up to now. You know the women I had. You know the women I've been with. You know the women, because we're friends. Say we're friends, good friends. Okay. You know the women I've cheated on. Okay. So we just turn around and decide to get married. Mm-hmm. And the marriage is going great. But you know that I was a cheater. So are you going to crucify me and go through our marriage knowing that it's a possibility that I can cheat because I've cheated in my past? Or are you going to go into the marriage and be like, well, you know what? I can't judge him off cheating in his past because he's not going to do that to me because he chose to marry me. He went before God and this covenant and married me. So I trust within our marriage that he's going to love me and not cheat on me. You see what I'm saying? So like, I mean, I, I completely understand what you're saying completely. But again, to me, we have to make wise choices. And what do you mean about wise choices? Because if I've known you for this long, if I've known you since we were eight and I've seen a change in you, then, you know, no, I'm not going to hold that against you. But if I know that you're still out there, you know, doing whatever, then no, then I'm not going to marry you. wouldn't even marry me. Exactly. My point exactly. So I'm saying if we took that step if of getting married, it, but okay. somewhere in there you trusted and believed in going before God 
in everything that I do. That is true, but hold up. You have to also consider there are, and I'm not trying to be mean women, but there are women out there that just are dying to get married and they will marry, you know, anybody. You know, they'll see this guy, the guy proposes, and people don't, to me, people don't take marriage as seriously as we do. Do you agree with that? I can't speak for I don't know where everybody's I mean, marriage situation. Saying, but I mean, just on average, do you do you take marriage seriously? Of course. Okay, but I, to me, I feel like people present day don't take marriage seriously. People get married to get a divorce. I and can't say they get married to get uh, a divorce at all. I mean, I feel like when they get married, they have the it, the thought in their head, well, I can get out of this. You know, they divorce is already, you know, on the table for them. They don't get married to... That, you know, they're not looking at, well, I'm in this for the long haul. I think people do look at it saying that they're going to be in it for the long haul. Really? Yes. Because, but I, what happens, I think, personally, is obstacles. Some people are dealt obstacles and, and trials and tribulations that they've never dealt with in their whole life. So the stress of it all, the weight of it all, they, they, they break. That's where I think a lot of divorce comes from. They never dealt with situations that they deal with within marriage. The weight... It gets too heavy for them. So they're like, shit, I can't take this no more. I'm better off being single or I'm better off getting a divorce. And and divorce shouldn't be an option. Divorce shouldn't even be on the table, honestly. I, I went through it before thinking that way. But as I guess I got closer to God, things started to change. And divorce is no longer an option. You know, So I don't think people go into marriage looking for divorce. They go into it because they're in love. And they want it to last forever. But it doesn't last because this obstacle outweigh anything they ever dealt with in their whole life my opinion though so i i I mean now that you put it that way i do agree marriage to me isn't taken seriously by a lot of people i mean let me speak on that the reason i think marriage isn't taken seriously because where do they see strong marriages anymore they don't they don't exactly they don't see them on media they don't see them on none of these reality tv shows they don't see them on facebook they don't see them at work. They don't see, they don't see them in the Probably gym. They don't see home. them in the club. They, wherever they go, they don't see strong marriages. But if you think about how many people grew up with both parents are are being able to even see this a generation a lot of none exactly like anybody born in the 80s probably <laughs> never don't even know their father and that's sad to say I mean, within yeah, the black true. communities it's very very sad to say. But a lot of them probably see their father once a year. I see their father walking around the streets. And not even acknowledge each other. So, you know, so that whole family thing is broken. So if they don't see strong families, of course, they're going to grow up and want to be that independent person. They can do it. And that's the thing about women that we need to talk to about on another podcast, too, (laughs) is this whole independent thing. Like, where did that where did we ain't going to talk about it now, baby? We're going (laughs) to save it. But that whole independent I can do it on my own should be. Thrown out the window. Okay, but hold, I have to defend the ladies just for one second. I mean, women, I do agree. This whole independent thing, and I understand that we didn't have fathers in the homes or whatever, whatever. Men need women and women need men. And when we put up this big front, like, you know, I don't need you and whatever, whatever, it makes it hard for a man to, to try to come in and treat you like a woman. And most women have been so independent their whole lives, they don't even know what it feels like to be treated like a it lady. It ain't that they, they know they've been independent because they be getting government assistance. Oh my God. Nah, Mary, for real, they get not, government not assistance. Listen, not all women, but most women get assistance from the <sighs> government. And the government tells them that the father cannot live in the home. If so, we're going to take your assistance away. That's true. So the father can't be there in the house. Like, I mean, that's true. Black people, black women, young ladies, you've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. They are not for you. The system is not for you as much as you want to say it is and say, well, how could you say this? How could you? They're not. They it's it is an extermination on black men. I promise you, do your research. There's an extermination on black men. Okay, and I will agree with you with that. But black men need to stand up too, since we're talking about black men. Stand up, stand up to what? What do you want us to stand up to? I mean, become more present. Take, you know, take charge. Become more present. Become more present in, like, with the woman in in our life. What do you mean with the woman? When I'm trying to be present. I mean, okay. and then I get a new girlfriend, so she goes downtown to put me on child I'm support. That, see, when I'm, talking, I'm just saying, I'm like you said, be present. I'm a man, I'm, believe when you're me, dating. when you're dating or whatever the case may be, I'm there. I know more men 
They try to be in their child's life. They get ran away due to child support, incarceration, on on child support. I I know people who get incarcerated for years because they cannot afford their child support because the government makes their child support so high. I can only speak for the state of Kentucky. They make it so high that how am I supposed to pay this woman $600, pay my bills, which is maybe $1,500, on a $1,000 a month income? You see what I'm saying? So, like, women just feel like, oh, man, he can do this, he can do that. And some men are wrong. I'm not defending all men. Some men do do the most. Like, they'll go out and buy shoes and stuff when they could be taking care of their child. So to all my young fellas, take care of your kids if you can. If you're out here hustling and you're buying all these J's and belts and all that stuff, if you can even pay your phone bill, you shouldn't even have a phone (laughs) if you're not paying your child support. Let's be real about it. But that's just stuff that you learn as an older age. Okay, but let's even take it. Like you just jumped straight in. I did. I'm sorry. Let's you get really, back. You really jumped straight in. Let's like, get back. Let's just take it back to dating. I'm saying since you said black men, black men stand up when it comes to dating. Be a man. What do you mean? Um, like, uh, I don't want to speak on my past, but stop. Oh no, nah, I won't on. judge you, sweetheart. No, stop being a mama's boy. Like, man up. Get a job, take charge. Like, I don't know, like do something. But the black men are out here just living life, as you say, buying J's, just carefree. They have no vision. Let's, let's so who develop. do you blame for that? The parents. Okay, so if you're blaming that generation that was never taught anything. So let's Somebody, let's let's just break this down. Let's break this down. Excuse me, y'all. Y'all see this goes all the way left. Yeah, it does. Sometimes us. we do. <laughs> Keep going. Let's break this down. Okay. So say you got a grandparent that's 40. Okay. And it's a plenty of grandparents that's 40, sometimes younger, sometimes a little bit older. Okay. That was never taught how to invest money, how to put funds away, how to even get life insurance I mean, on their child. I was never taught, say you was never taught none of that. Okay. How could I pass that on? So I don't pass it on. So the next generation is going to be, my child is going to be worse than me because they know nothing. They know less than me. So what do you think their child's going to be? So the question is, where does the buck stop? Like who's going to, so, I mean, I'm quite sure to me, God makes things happen for a reason. I do not believe in coincidences at all. That somebody, the grandparents going to run into somebody that's going to talk about life insurance. If they want to. You seek what you want to. But if you want that information, you have, this is the, the, the year of, this is the century, a generation, or whatever you want to call it, of Google. A Mary. Anything you want, anything you want to learn. That's like saying a person with money, he's going to spend money on what they want to spend money. I can say I'm broke every day, but let if I was an alcoholic, I can say I'm broke every day, but let me want a drink. I'm going to go out and buy me a drink. You see what I'm saying? But to me, education is you. Okay, we're going to use Facebook. And no disrespect to anybody because, I mean, people get into bad circumstances and we're not prepared for different things. But if you're a grandparent and you know Jake, Jake passed away and Jake's family's doing a GoFundMe and they still didn't get the money to bury Jake. You see what I'm saying? So to me, that's going to put something in your brain like, dang, but what do I need to do? Because I don't want to go through that same thing. If you want it, you will seek it. It's that simple. saying that people aren't seeking it. Why? They're comfortable. People live so comfortable so and relaxed. Gonna, so these people are just going to constantly live in this comfortable cycle until they die. And then it's just, it just repeats. The and reason nobody... you see more GoFundMes on Facebook. Yes, they are. I have it. It's plain and simple. Yes, they are. Because if, if it wasn't the case, then you wouldn't see GoFundMes on Facebook. But the more, every time you look up, it might be a GoFundMe on Facebook for a burial. When is it going to click? Well, it's not going to click question. because people are comfortable. That's a whole nother episode. That's We're going to get back to uh, so bothers and talking to your either. ex and all that type of stuff. So uh, what, was, what was the name on, on the email? Let the past be the past. Well, Miss Let the Past Be the Past from Washington, D.C., 
you heard two different opinions. Mine was don't continue to judge him on his past. And mine was I agree, pray about it, and prayerfully God will work it out somehow. I know you would love for it to be in your favor. But Sometimes we, it might not be. It, it might. We don't know. And how remember God this: answers. The more you push, you could be pushing them away. Because believe me, if you continue to nag about some situation, if you continue to accuse him of stuff that he's not doing, it can't push him away. It's just a word of the wise. Like the nagging and well, why are you still talking to her? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? It can get a little worse. But that can go both ways and. I'm also telling you, um, don't know. Let the past be the past. Okay. Don't get revenge. Pray about it. I know a lot of, especially Fuck that women, shit, girl. will go out and get revenge. They'll start talking shit, to an ex or, you know. Watch six reality shows and go out and get revenge. Shut up. I'm fucking with you. Like, <laughs> don't do that. That's not the answer. So, I mean, as much as me and him have this, you know, we have this discussion I will not go and get revenge. Um, I'm real big on. I used to be a very vengeful person back in my used past. To be. Don't do it. You, you was know just I'm, that revengeful this morning. When? What, what did I do this morning? You are the one. Oh my God. I am. Amiri, I can admit hey, to mine. Amiri will be driving down the street if somebody's going slow. Amiri will jump over, get in front of them, and then go really slow in front of the person. Like. Yeah. He's ridiculous. He's real, real petty. I'm not going to call whatever. yours out, baby. But yeah, you anyway, revenge too. I am not. I am real big on allowing God to work out the process. Are you saying I'm not? I, I'm talking about me. I ain't oh, got okay. nothing to do with what you over talking about. Okay. But so I'm telling you that. I mean, if you want to talk to us personally, um, you can email us back with your phone number. And again, you know, we'll make it confidential. Uh, we haven't talked to both of y'all. And so y'all can see both sides of it. I mean, we've done, we've actually talked with couples and we've had opposite perspectives on their topic. I mean, and it still worked itself out. Only thing I can say is pray about it. Fuck that shit, girl. Amiri, shut I'll up. Get you Why some are dick. you cussing? Oh, oh my God, he is playing. I'm with Oh my God, shut up. But we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in this week to Our Marriage Journey. Uh, I feel like this was a pretty good episode, sweetheart. Uh, it was very passionate, as you would say. But I think it was a lot of anger in it this room. There was no anger. I'm going to go in my passion. prayer room. You need to. And I I'll need go to in mine. and get this devil out of this home. I'm getting I'm, the holy water I, out. I, what? You don't have holy gonna, water. Gonna, we got I a gallon it. over it, baby. <laughs> I, we got a gallon to go holy water. Don't I, trip. I have I'm holy splash. water and oil. Okay, so don't I'm splashing do it. it everywhere. That's fine. We can do it. To, we can hold hands and do it together. Okay. All right. Our Marriage Journey 10 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all that good stuff. Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and on don't forget, iTunes. Don't forget to write in. Uh, we love questions. We have uh, more. So the next time we do another podcast, we'll pick out another question. Sad and out. Our Marriage Journey. Shannon and Amiri. Love y'all. Bye.